And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Canadian Western Agribition opens on Monday with attendance expected to surpass 120,000 people for the six-day event. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. More than 120,000 people are expected through the turnstiles at Canadian Western Agribition next week in Regina. Agribition CEO Chris Lane says the new $37 million International Trade Centre will be put to good use. Oh, I think it's a game changer for the show, and I think not only for Agribition, but I think it's a game changer for the city and the industry of agriculture in this province as a whole. I think uh, it's pretty clear that this facility is top-notch, it's world-class, and it really puts Regina and Agribition and any other show that happens to be in there really uh, at the forefront of, of what's available for facilities for agriculture uh, around the world. It puts all events under one roof, is that right? That's right. So now everything at Agribition is connected. So once you park and come inside, you can go from one end of the show to the other, all the way from the trade show and the cooperators arenas to the Brandt Centre Entertainment and Rodeo, all the way to the livestock barns on the west end. So it makes the entirety of Agribition a lot more accessible for anybody who, who wants to come to the show. Tell me about some of the new features. What are some of the new features at Agribition? Well, we have uh, uh, plenty of fun things to do here. We always do. So Monday and Tuesday, we have free goat yoga classes. That's uh, something that's gotten some attention. So hopefully some people come and try that out. Uh, We also have mini chuck wagons back at the show this year as part of our rodeo and our Saturday entertainment. And then Monday night in the Brandt Centre, we have free entertainment. Uh, It's all horse-based. So the Saskatchewan Horse Federation is doing discipline demos for anybody who wants to come see all the different ways, all the sporting uses of horses. Uh, And then at... uh, at 7 o'clock, we have Tommy Turvey coming in, again, which is free. And that's a pretty high-octane, high-energy, uh, celebrity, horsemanship, uh, trick-riding kind of show. And uh, and we're really looking forward to that. And really, that's the tip of the iceberg. There's so many new things at Agribition this year, including some professional development workshops, you know, speakers and panels about everything from innovation to dry land, broad acre farming. What is goat yoga? What is goat yoga? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. It is yoga in a pen with goats and these are uh, small goats they're pygmy goats and it's a bit of pet therapy it's a craze that's sort of taken off and we have some friends out at grotto gardens in maple creek that run it as part of their retreat experience and they're bringing it to agribition so i think it's if anybody needs to take a load off anybody wants to try something different and get into their yoga pose and uh, see if some of these little pygmy goats can can help you relax and unwind Tell me about the international visitors. How many do you have this year coming? It's a big year for international visitors. We have well over 1,200 guests uh, registered as coming. Um, You know, and they're coming from all over the world. We've got from more than 70 countries. We have delegations coming from Ukraine and Georgia and Mongolia and China and Colombia and Mexico. And the list really goes on and on. And I think there's an interest in the new facilities. That's going to be the home of the International Business Centre. But really what we're seeing is they're coming for the exhibitors and they're coming for the cattle genetics that is on display here. It's no secret that Agribition really is a showcase for the best beef genetics anywhere, really, in North America. And that gets a lot of attention around the world, and that's why we see our international numbers up. Do you expect sales to go overseas? We usually do have some sales. International buyers come. They register as buyers. And whether that's through the auction ring or through private sales that happen here at Agribition, uh, we usually do see several sales. And that can be anything from genetics packages, uh, semen and embryos, to live animals. 
Tell me about free admission to military. That's just new this year. Yeah, something we're really proud to do and we're happy to do. It's just a way that Agribition can say thank you to uh, active Canadian Forces members, retired veterans as well, and then also first responders. So that's police, fire, EMT. It doesn't matter if you're volunteer or professional. And not only waiving admission for those people, but also for their immediate families, because we know that often it's not just the first responders uh, and military folks that sacrifice to keep us all safe. It's their families too. So just something, uh, a small way that we can say thank you. So if anybody has their identification that shows them belonging to one of those groups, just show it at the gate and you can come enjoy the show for free. Again, the key reason to do this? I think it's just a way to say thank you. It's something we're really we're really honoured to do. We know that, especially in the rural parts of the province, and a lot of our guests come from there, it's the first responders that are always the first on the scene, obviously, and, and uh, there's a lot of uh, work and sacrifice that goes into keeping Canadians, wherever they live, safe, and it's just a small way to say thank you. Chris Lane is the CEO of Canadian Western Agribition. The annual livestock show opens Monday in Regina at Evraz Place. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The Wall government is promising to provide matching donations to the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Wildfire Relief Fund. So far, the relief fund has raised $65,000 and the Wall government is willing to match the donation to a maximum $100,000. Stock Growers Manager Chad McPherson says the support is great news. We're uh, very appreciative of this announcement that the government of Saskatchewan made today. It, uh, it's, you know, it's a step in the right direction that will help uh, the producers recover get back on their feet from the recent wildfire events. How big is the need for producers in western, southwestern Saskatchewan? Well, we've received uh, applications from about 25 producers, and they've lost nearly 700 head. I think the total from the losses was nearly 800, and there's about 180 miles of fence that were lost, plus all the grass that was lost in the fire, as well as bales and silage and equipment and all kinds of things, sheds. So the, the loss is in, is in the millions and millions of dollars. And you'll still be accepting donations at Agribition next week? Yes. People can visit our booth. It will be set up in the exhibit mall. And uh, to help maximize this grant that the government announced today, we still have another $35,000 to fully max it out. So we'll be accepting donations uh, the whole week of Agribition and pass that. And again, in summary, your reaction to the government's announcement? We're very appreciative of the uh, government's announcement of this fund, and it'll be uh, well used to help these producers recover from the recent wildfire event. The wildfire fund was established by the stock growers in response to an October 17th wildfire in the Burstall Leader area that was fueled by strong winds and very dry conditions. A wildfire near Glentworth also caused serious losses last month. There was no final agreement signed by political leaders in Vietnam last week, but 11 countries, including Canada, signed on to core elements of the Trans-Pacific Partnership Trade Agreement, which is also referred to as TPP-11. For a time, there was some confusion as some Japanese media outlets reported a deal had been reached. Then it came out that Canada was holding out until it received assurances that all countries will adhere to strict labour and environmental standards. John Masswell with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association was in Vietnam and observed the proceedings from a hotel across the street. What happened or didn't happen, it's, it's hard to know uh, in terms of all the details of what happened behind closed doors. but. In the end, they didn't fully agree to everything, but I think they made really important progress in saying the market access provisions, all the tariff schedules that we agreed to in the TPP-12, we are cutting and pasting and bringing them into this new agreement as is. And Maswell says that's very important. We know 
that in terms of the beef access, it is going to be the access that was agreed to in the TPP-12 to Japan. So we know that that means um, if they are eventually able to do this deal, that we will immediately, on day one of it being implemented, get the same access that Australia has into the Japanese market that will be exempted from the safeguard tariff, and, and that's what we need to happen. While it appears the agriculture portion of the negotiations are complete, there are four other areas that need to be resolved. Maswell says those areas would be excluded from TPP. Canada has put its marker down on one of them. They've said the, the cultural issues, and that's related to French language. You know, it's probably about having you know French language programming on Netflix and magazines and things like that. You know, I'm not aware of all the details of that, but I know it's it's in that nature. Uh, I think it was Malaysia wanted to exempt something on state-owned enterprises. Brunei had something related to coal. I don't know what the issue is. And uh, Vietnam also had something related to dispute settlement. So it's not just Canada. There's others. Masswell says there's no official timetable for future discussions, but he is hoping that negotiators can build on last week's progress. My expectation is that Japan is the one who's really trying to drive the bus on this, which is a good thing because that's the market that we want to have access to. You know, so we've got a very willing partner there. But what Japan wants to do is not get caught up in doing bilateral negotiations, certainly not with the U.S., not with Canada. So. The TPP is what is on offer from Japan. They've invested a lot in it. They want to finish that agreement on, and we're, you know, we're, we're inches from the goal line here. So we, we need to be able to get that across. My guess, if I had to make an educated guess, I would say there will be an invitation from Japan at some point to have uh, this a meeting that will host the negotiators to come and resolve these remaining issues. John Maswell is the Director of Government and International Relations with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola rose 80 cents at 490.94. Oats rose 40 cents at 170.34. Number one red spring wheat gained $3.82 at 248.20. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $271.14. Feed barley, $168.62. Flax, $472.68. Yellow peas, $222.54. Feed wheat, $136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up one and three quarter cents at six thirty-two a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 4,000 plus on Tuesday, another 1,000 in the pre-sort Thursday, and another 500 cows on top of that. Cow market looks pretty good right now. A lot of these good cows are going to bring anywhere from 82 to 90. Some of these feeding cows, they're going to bring 90 to right over, well over a buck on the right kind. Looks like the feeder market was barely steady this week. The light cattle were stronger. Just a lot of volume moving. We are full again for next Tuesday. We're putting the big Williams calves up for next Thursday's pre-sort or the LMS sale on Thursday. 
Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 136 to 153 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,200 heads, selling a range of 134 to 151 per CKG. 100 index dressed weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, November 17th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 144.91, Ham's Cash, 143.41, Thunder Creek Britco, 149.33, and High Life, 150.81 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 17 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2745. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.01 cents US. US packers continue to pull back on their cash bids and have averaged 50 cents US 100 weight lower every day for the last week. Hog supplies are abundant with this week's slaughter expected to exceed 2.52 million hogs, one of the largest experienced this year. Wholesale pork prices have also come under pressure, with all cuts trending lower except for pork bellies, which have added about $9 U.S. a hunter rate, or 7% of their value in the last week. A growing concern for the market has been U.S. pork exports, as all major destinations experienced a decline in volume as seen in the most recent weekly pork export data. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, clearing this afternoon, the high minus 10. Tonight, increasing cloudiness, 70% chance of flurries late this evening and overnight, wind becoming northwest 20, gusting to 40 overnight, the low minus 17. The wind chill, though, it's going to be cool, wind chill minus 27. Tomorrow, clearing with gusty winds dying down in the morning, the high minus 8. The wind chill minus 27, the low minus 12. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high minus 1, the low minus 6. Monday, for the opening day of Canadian Western Agribition, is forecast to be sunny skies, windy, the high minus 2, the low minus 16. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high minus 11, the low minus 10. Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of plus 5 and the low minus 3. Thursday, partly cloudy, and the high plus 2. The normal high is minus 2, the normal low minus 13. The sun rose at 8.16 this morning. It sets at 5.11 tonight. Around the province, Estevan minus 9, Saskatoon minus 11, Swift Current minus 12, Weyburn is minus 11, Yorkton minus 10. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's minus 13. That's 9 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest to date, giving a wind chill of minus 18 right now. Humidity 78%, the barometer rising 101.0. Moose Jaw, sunny, minus 14, west-northwest at 11. Once again, Regina with partly cloudy skies. It's minus 13. That's 9 above Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.